joined with uh, an old friend, good mate of mine, uh, Kalen Geeky. He's from, uh, he's sitting in Belita, usually sitting in Edinburgh, but now finds himself on the north coast, um, probably enjoying the sun eh, instead of the, the cold, I would, I would think, eh, Kalen? Yeah, the weather's been boss, uh, Lyle. Um, <laughs> a bit rainy today, but um, generally quite warm, even though for most KZN, is anything under 25 is considered freezing. Yeah, the Ugg boots come out and the... And oh, the jackets and scarves. <laughs> anyway, let's not waste any time. Let's move straight into the, the Premier League um, fixtures. We're going to talk a little bit about the EPL and the 10 fixtures this weekend. Um, the first one... United are taking on Everton at at home. Um, I see Ronaldo managed to get a jammy United goal in the 95th minute again in the Champions League on Wednesday. Yeah, United, they, I mean, they were not value for their win last night. And they haven't been value for a while, especially since Ronaldo's come in. It's unbalanced the team a bit, um, making them top heavy. And without any decent uh, holding midfielders and um, a dodgy defense. Um, like, they could be there for the taking, but somehow Solskjaer always manages to get out of jail. Um, so who knows when that luck runs out. But playing at home, I would fancy them over Everton. Yeah, and Everton, you know, new manager, uh, Ancelotti, you see, he would have been in dire straits on, was it Tuesday night they lost to Sheriff? Or was it last uh, Wednesday night? Last night. Um, Last night. To Juventus. No, uh, Rael lost to Sheriff. Oh, yeah. The last-minute winner from uh, the new Sheriffs in town. I mean, where are they from? Where are I don't I've never heard of them. From Moldova. 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 Wow. I mean, (laughs) mean, those those guys are probably going to be knighted when they get back. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, jeez. Anyway, so going back to the Everton game and Rafa, you know, Rafa's taken over at Everton there on Merseyside, obviously uh, uh, was a, a great manager for Liverpool winning that Champions League in 2005. But uh, his team have started pretty strong this season. You know, they played six, one, four, one, one loss and, and one draw. So they, they're up there, they're sitting in fifth, but they're on 13 points and currently trading at five point at, you know, 56 to 10 uh, United five to 10. So heavy favorites. Um, and yeah, maybe worth a little bit of a, a nibble on the win draw. There. The win draw with uh, Everton or United? With Everton. Oof, Everton, eh? I mean, Benitez is going to sit back, and depends if he's got if he's got no Calvert Lewin or Richarlison, then I don't see where they're going to get their goal from. Um, that could be tough. I mean, if anything, are those two? So are they are they out? Uh, well, still early doors, but Lewin's been out for a bit, and Richardson was on the bench last week. Um, and after being knocked out in the <laughs> the League Cup, I'm not quite sure they have what it what it takes to beat United. If anything, I'd be I'd be swayed by a draw there. That's their best bet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as in uh, a draw, so like a thirty. You would get 3.34 there. Not bad. You know, I've always said to guys, trying to find three draws on the week mm. on the weekend, your your odds really look good. I mean, just doing a random pick here, you get 67 to 1 
Um, but yeah, your luck's really, I think the most I've got is two uh, on, on a given weekend. Never been lucky with the three. But yeah, you know, United five to 10, that's very short. I don't even know if that's worth a bet though. I mean, you know, they lost They lost to Villa, their last home game. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> there's no value there because they're so up and down. You, uh, you just don't know. Um, even last night, I mean, you would have thought they would have, it would have been easy in the Champions League at home against Villarreal. I mean, even though they'd had like four draws previously in Champions League, but I mean, they, depending on their lineup too and how Everton play, that game could go anyway. I just don't see Benitez um, going for it. He'll he'll sit back. He he always did for Liverpool too, even when they had Torres and Gerrard at their height. He always only had one man up front. And so that, that one maybe you could stay away from or the draw. Yeah, so that game kicks off the toppest one. It's the first game of the weekend. We then move on to the the battle of the battle of the the bottom. It's uh, Burnley versus Norwich. I mean, these teams have started so bad. I mean, Burnley are not sitting nineteenth. Their last five games, they've won three, drawn two. Their their goal difference is minus six. Uh, Norwich City sitting 20th and they've lost obviously their five in a row or well, they've lost six in a row and their goal difference is 14. I don't know what's gone wrong for them this season. I mean, they were pretty decent last year. I think both of them ran into a few buzzsaws. Liverpool, Man City. Um, so those stats can be skewed by playing good teams. It's probably how they do against teams around them. But... Norwich has done terribly. I mean, they can't win at home or away. Burnley at home is always, I mean, they give the, the top, top, top tier teams problems um, with the way they play. Yeah. Um, they're physical, a um, lot of long ball, but. Have to break legs and play the long balls. Eh? Yes, but they defensively sound generally. Um, they only get taken apart by teams like Man City, really, who take everyone apart. But they give everyone a good game at their home ground. And I can't see Norwich. I mean, Pukki's not scoring. He's their only goal threat. And they're a bit brittle. So, I mean, I would, I'd have Burnley for that game. Not by yeah, much. I've, I've circled them. Uh, I definitely like, I think they offer a, a bit of value from a 9 to 10 perspective. Uh, Norwich are, are, are 33 to 10. Um, so, well, they've shortened a little bit to 3.04. And then the draw is going to give you 2.67. But I think Burnley are, are, are good enough to get their first win of the season. 100%. Um, I, would, I, would, I would put that nailed on. I just don't see Norwich winning away from home against the team that's tougher than them. And, I mean, yeah, Norwich for another loss. They're going to have to find a result somewhere else. <laughs> Very, very tough in this league. And Chelsea, Chelsea sitting third. They're the next game. They're up against a Southampton team that are very good at um, getting draws, but uh, not able to get a, a W this season so far. But you know, looking at the spreads, Chelsea four to ten, very short. Southampton point um, seven eight. I mean seven point eight. Um, well, they're offering quite a lot of value away from home, but again, they're going to have to go to the bridge and and break down a, a Chelsea defence. Um, they might be a little bit of short on confidence uh, after their last two games, but this is probably a game for them to really hit their straps and get their season going again. Yeah, well, as I say, um, in American football, when a team's 
had a few losses. They call this the next game the get-right game. Yeah. So for Chelsea, the chances of them losing a third on <laughs> a third in a row, second second at home against Southampton, seems it doesn't it seems improbable. Um, Chelsea are strong at home. They're a better team on paper everywhere than Southampton. They don't lose many at home. I mean, if you take a one-nil loss to Man City uh, as a barometer, that's there's no cause for alarm. That game could have gone any which way, depending on who scored first. Um, so I wouldn't be I wouldn't be thinking Southampton are picking up any trees in that game. And I would like I, I think Lukaku is going to get back to scoring form there too. So. That's that has yeah, Chelsea. I read an article this morning with Antonio Conte coming out and saying that uh, Thomas Tuchel doesn't know how Chelsea and Thomas Tuchel don't have any idea of how to use Lukaku, pro- Lukaku properly. Um, yeah, I saw that. I didn't read it, but I mean, I think Lukaku played like I mean, just look at that first Arsenal game. How he played off the two Arsenal centre halves, and he just bullied them. I mean, the guys were on the floor, and he just tore them to shreds. But when he came up against decent centre-halves at, uh, say, with the City game, um, the one-all draw with Liverpool, uh, Matip and Virgil had him in his pocket, but they will class centre-halves. Um, when he can't bully the def- defence, he's got to look for other ways to score. And I think he bullied a lot at Inter Milan. Well, I think um, he bullied a lot. The Serie A, uh, yeah. I mean, Serie A is definitely not as strong as... Yeah, as, they, the, the, it's not as... There's no defensive juggernauts there anymore and he's just a beast so I would imagine um, I mean I, th- I think he, this is a game he gets back to scoring uh, back in the scoring books because even at Inter he had two stretches of four and five games if I'm not mistaken where he didn't score and then he scored 12 or so in the next 11 and then 14 in the next 10 or whatever um, I must actually find that stat again so once he starts scoring again, it's all over. Southampton, I can't remember the last time they won at the bridge either. Yeah, listen, I don't think that Southampton have it in them to win there. Potentially maybe a, a draw if at best. But Chelsea again, you know, at, at four to ten, similar to the United, not really offering any value. Yes, uh, it's probably I mean, Southampton, I don't see where they get their goal from. Chelsea have only conceded one from open play all season in the Premier League. Um, and Southampton aren't exactly uh, set-piece specialists either. So that, yeah. looks like a, that looks like a Chelsea get-right game to me. Um, whether there's any value there or not. Yeah, I mean... If, uh, if Lukaku Chelsea... to score and Chelsea to win. That's You, you could probably find yeah. some decent... Yeah, it's, you don't get bad value if you take a Chelsea uh, 1-0 handicap. Um they they start one nil down, so they've got to win two one, uh, and that that will give you eleven to ten. Um, that's well, Chelsea to win to nil could be Chelsea to win to bit. nil. There's a couple there. Um, we have a look here. I mean, if they win, correct score, call it two nil, four four point six, three nil, seven to one. Those aren't bad. Um, Trying to find the goal scorers, Lukaku. I mean, he must be pretty short. Just um, so many markets here. Yeah, Lukaku, not bad, eh? Twenty-eight to ten. That's not a bad price. I thought he, he would have been fifteen. Is that to score first or to? That's just to score. score anytime. Anytime. That, that is to score. 
Uh, first goal scorer, Lukaku, oh, yeah. Any time goal scorer, Lukaku, 8-10. to 10. So, yeah, that's quite short. Yeah, um, yeah okay. Enough of uh, the London talk. We move over to Leeds. They're playing Watford. Uh, now, Marcella Bielsler, however you pronounce his name. I think that's it, Bielsa. Bielsa, uh, he's... Sure, he must be pulling his hair out there at Ellen Road. Um, they've started woefully. Uh, six games, three draws, three losses. Also, with a, not a great defensive record, uh, you know, they, their goal difference is minus eight. Uh, they take on a Watford team who's sitting 12th. They've managed two wins and a draw and three losses. Um, they, their form uh, early season wasn't great, but they seem to have found a little bit of form lately. And they 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 priced up, you know, they priced up at four point six, and uh, Leeds are priced at what? No, Watford are three point six, and Leeds are seven to ten. Um, you know, Leeds are at home, but uh, if there are going to be, if there is going to be an away win out of the first four games that we've spoken about, this potentially might be it. Yeah, this is your best bet for an away win, especially those first three we went through. Um, Leeds are a strange team. They've, I mean, under Bielsa, they've played exciting football and he's got them back into the Premier League. Um, and they were exciting last season too. Like they, they played in, I mean, they either won 4-3 or lost 5-0. It just seemed like goals were, every time they play, there's loads of goals. Nothing new this season. Um they seem shaky at the back, and they can be got at. I mean, Watford away from home, Leeds haven't exactly made um, Ellen Road a fortress. So, Watford, yeah, be good for an away win there. Yeah, or I mean, a, a win draw, not a bad, not a bad play. Mm, especially if, if Watford can get the first goal. Um, the last couple of games, the home fans have been. They've been a little agitated, to say the least, at the end of results. Um, so if you get the crowd on against the home team, Watford, they're, they're a nuggety little team. Before the season started, I would have said Leeds would have would win this one. But now, um, judging by how they've gone, where they sit on the table, this is probably as good a chance for Watford to get in the way win in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah, big big chance for it's them. Big chance hours. for them to uh, to climb the to climb the ladder. Um, I see Tottenham are ahead of them. <laughs> Maybe Tottenham and Arsenal. Maybe they'll go to ten points and Brentford at nine as well and set up a ninth. So yeah, their their manager will definitely be targeting that for a win or at least a draw. We then move on to Wal- Wolves versus Newcastle. Steve Bruce probably a lucky man to have a job still. <sighs> Very lucky, um, but Newcastle have been. They've been oscillating between madness and mayhem for 25 years. Um, nothing's ever been right ever since Keegan left. Um, there's always green shoots of recovery, and then things go pear-shaped quickly. I mean, there's been lots of talk of dressing room unrest again, and then also now with the stories emerging of that Saudi takeover and how it was stalled, uh, the Premier League clubs, it just seems like Nothing's going right down up in Newcastle. Um, and gotta, they've also been tempted to call. Yeah, I've got a feel for their fans. I mean, they've got a very strong support base, always have. Um, and haven't had I mean, much to shout about the last 20 years, as you say. 
No, nothing. No cup runs, nothing. But this game, though, will, the way to Wolves for Newcastle, I mean, this is another... This game could go anyway. I mean, Wolves have been... I mean, Wolves have played well this season, especially the first three games, but, but they didn't score a goal. And Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, watched that, I watched that United game, and they they completely outplayed United. I mean, they, they, they must have had 15 shots on goal to United's three, and Greenwood scored one in the end there, um, where the keepers, like, you, you would think the keeper potentially maybe do a little bit better, but if he doesn't touch it, it's going out, he touches it, and it goes in. And yeah, they. I mean, the Spurs game also. They looked like they they dominated them, but ended up losing one 0 So, but the, you know, again, the, that price is very short. It's it's point six eight, and it's a game that definitely I agree. You know, you, Steve Bruce's team probably pretty desperate. Um, well, sitting in seventeenth, they haven't won a game in their last five. Um, as the stats go, see Wolves have. Two wins in their last five. They, they seem to be up and down. Win, lose. Wolves win, had lose. a good, you know. Wolves had a, had a very good away win at Southampton last 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 game mm. out. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the smart money would be to to take the home team there. But again, we're trying to find value here, and it's not really a game that we think. No, so desperation from Newcastle. I mean, they've got to get a result somewhere. I mean, they're winless. So. If, if any game they can do it is here because the Wolves fans also, they, they haven't been impressed. I've seen some mutterings there. New manager, he's coming under fire. Yet they've played well. Um, the first three games, they played very well. Recently, not so much, but I mean, they've got two wins. So if, if Newcastle need to do anything, this is a game they have to win. Like, uh, there's no, I mean, Bruce could be gone after this. Well, there's definitely some money. There's definitely some money that's come for them because you know they started out at four point two. They're now sitting at three point eight. So people are having a little bit of a dig. Um, there's so yeah. I mean, I, I you, think, you, you would say they two evenly matched teams. Wolves squad are way better though on paper. Like that's, I mean, maybe also because it's all there's still a few players from under Nuno. Um, but the last two seasons haven't well haven't gone so well. The last last year and the beginning of this one. So if you wanted value, and we are punting, this is a Newcastle get right game too, <laughs> away from home. <laughs> yeah, geez, that, uh, yeah. Okay, well, you said it. Um, they do need to do something. So yeah, maybe they have targeted this game and they've seen something in the Wolves' defence that they can break down. But um, yeah, the next game we've got uh, Brighton versus Arsenal. I mean, we spoke earlier in the season and it was all roads leading to Mikel Arteta's sacking um, up there at North London. Uh, started with three losses in a row, but has turned it around and he's three on the bounce, uh, sitting in tenth with nine points. Still got a terrible goal difference of minus five. But seems to have got the squad right. I think Aubameyang seems to be on board again. Yeah, uh, Arsenal. Hey, what can you say about them other than, I mean, they've been poorly run now for for a long time. Uh, the investments been poor. The recruitment terrible. Um, it just seems like there's carnage all the time there. Uh, that win over the win over Spurs though. The, um, the best game they've played all season. Um, but Arsenal give you that every now and again. They, 
like that one that one amazing performance in every four or five in the last few years. Um, he's still under pressure because um, you can't follow up a North London derby thumping over your heated rivals with the loss to Brighton. Yeah, the sea and the Seagulls are uh, very much a dogged team at home. Eh? They, I mean, they've they've lost one and five. They they're sitting on thirteen points, sitting sixth on the table. They 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 are solid. They remind me of an old Burnley team from a few years ago. You know, they're very hard to break down. Yes, it's probably their best. This has to be their best start um, since they've been in the Premier League. Um, I don't think they've ever been at six. It's Christmas. Um, What's that? Who manages Brighton these days? Yeah, and well, they're well run too. Um, I mean, they they've got no money, so they've got they've got to recruit well. Um, but like I say, this four wins in six games is is pretty decent. That's what Everton, and Man United, Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, all the same. So yeah, I mean, they're sitting at one point one, behind Liverpool. They're sitting at 19, 19 to ten. Uh, Arsenal at one point far fast. Arsenal going in favourites. The draw sitting at two point two one. Um, I think that has the makings of a draw. Arsenal, they seem to they they seem to be weak away from home. They don't have that that core, that old backbone that like Patrick Vieira, Pati, you know those guys who could who could ground out a win. No, uh, they've been they've been away from home, especially to newly promoted teams and lower table teams. They've been caught out a few times, um, but also sometimes Arsenal are very Jekyll and Hyde. Um, uh, they could win this game 3-0 and just swat Brighton aside or it could be another one of those Brighton 1-0s with a set piece um, we just don't know which Arsenal are going to turn up yeah calamity, be, calamity yeah, calamity go at the end there you know, I agree that's a, that's a good point um, yeah they, they're hot and cold and it, that doesn't uh, we've seen Arsenal do this before they go on like that little 4-5 game winning streak they pick up a good win here and there against uh, a decent team, and then it all falls apart. Um, they don't seem to use the momentum when they get it because a couple of wins in a row is not momentum. You need to go on five, six, seven, eight, nine unbeaten runs. And then you look, and then it's how you play against strong teams, which we know their record is poor against the rest of the top six. Brighton away. Um I would expect Arsenal to to win that one. Yeah, it's not a it's not an easy game, that's for sure. Then we move to London. We've got a Sellers Park Crystal Palace take on a Brendan Rodgers led Leicester team. Now Leicester haven't started the haven't been great. Where they're sitting, they're sitting in thirteenth. Um, and Palace Patrick Vieira led have won one in six games against Spurs. Um, not a great start for them either. Not a great start for his managerial career. Um, but a game that could probably go either way. Yeah, well, especially, I mean, Brendan Rodgers' record when he was Liverpool manager, Crystal Palace, obviously there's the famous Christenbull catastrophe that happened in 2013-14. Was that the Suarez? Was that the Suarez? Yes, well, that was when Liverpool were chasing 10 goals in that game to try to get Man City's goal difference. We're 3-0 up with about 10 minutes to play. And Crystal Palace just hurt them. But, I mean, if you go back and actually look at that Liverpool side, 
other than the, I mean, that defense and the keeper were the problem. So, and chasing goals was naive. I mean, it, it, it dented Liverpool's title chances and then Chelsea did them two weeks later. Uh, but so Rodgers will have that in his mind. And something he's carried through at Leicester is when in must-win games, he can't, he doesn't seem to ever get a result. He's had a few chances to to stay in the top four or make a title charge since he's been at Leicester. And as soon as it gets to a big game in around Christmas or January, they they, they seem to get thrashed 4-0 or something. I remember Liverpool doing it to them a couple of years ago. Um, Spurs, um, Man City, I think. So, and then 13th, they haven't started well at all. Two wins at, and is that Crystal Palace? So, at, in London, uh, they yeah. won Leicester, one win in five, Crystal Palace, one win in five, one win in Crystal, six. Crystal Palace at home, that is one tough place to go. That crowd is, is pretty amazing, um, intense place. And I mean, Leicester City to me seem to be a Vardy scores. Yeah, um, Madison hasn't really hit his straps this year, you know, Palace is, quite a good, quite a good little nibble there, 2.07. Um, so doubling your money. Seem, and they seem to leak goals, Leicester, which is another right. Rogers trait from Liverpool. Um, they he started a few years ago. He was quite tight at the back. In fact, they they were better defence than they had Maguire. Um, but now it's um, not qu- not quite sure what's going on there. Um, but both these teams can score goals, and Crystal Palace have the knack for getting goals at home. Like they're not a team you want to play at Palace. So. This one could be tricky for Leicester. In fact, I think Crystal Palace will beat them. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, they're definitely offering the at home, offering two to one. I definitely would be taking them over over Leicester. Just going on Leicester's Leicester's form this season. I mean, I know Palace is not great, but as you say, it's a proper proper crowd there down, nice and tight, old stadium. Yeah. And let, um, uh, Crystal Palace play. They 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 play ball when they play at home. Uh, yeah. They often sit back when they're away, which I don't think is their style. But we know why teams do it when they're away. Leicester leaky at the back, not full of confidence. They're under pressure. Um, Crystal Palace, they've. I think that I think they can do this. Um, and they need to give their they need to give their home support something to cheer. So with them attacking, Palace being leaky, I can see goals in this. Uh, yeah, Vardy will probably get his his usual his usual goal, but I can see yeah. Palace scoring two or three here. In fact. I love those old those old stadiums, you know, where the where the, the fans are really in your face. Um, and they're right on the pitch. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the stadium hasn't changed much since since '94 when Cantona did the the, the famous uh, kung fu kick. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think it's still the same stand. Yeah, it's still uh, the same. Where? Still the same ground. There's been I don't think there's been many renovations. I haven't been to the ground. I think it's all the same members from '94, you know, and there's nothing's changed. But yeah, great, uh, great trios there down at Sellers Park. Um, the Eagles of Crystal Palace have given us some great memories over the years. Um, broken some hearts too, along broken the way. some Liverpool hearts in '90. But uh, yeah, that'll be a. I think that I think you're right. I think there's I think there's good value there at uh, at, at two to one. Um, I think Leicester could. Could could yeah. feel another away loss again there. Brendan Rodgers might be under a little bit of pressure. Also, I know he's obviously got a lot of history there with Leicester and the the coach and I mean the the chairman, the chairman's family. But yeah, he'll be feeling the heat a bit. That no, takes 
He'll be yeah. feeling the heat. So we're taking a Palace win there. Yeah, we like a bit of Palace. Mm-hmm. We then move to, sure, I don't really know what to think about these guys, but Tottenham versus um, Villa. Um, Villa coming off a, a solid win. You know, famous win. Famous win to go to Old Trafford um, and beat beat the devil, beat the Red Devils is, is is no mean feat for a top six team, let alone a team that's was in the was in the first of or championship a couple of years ago. So, yeah, great win for them. Um, they're sitting currently eighth, ten points. They've won three out of the last five and a draw and one loss. So their form's pretty good. Um, Tottenham. I mean, they are three losses on the bounce. Form is cuck. They're, they've got the worst stats for attacking in, in the Premier League at the moment. Uh, they are a goal difference of minus five. They have, they, I mean, their shots on goals is just so bad. Harry Kane scored one goal in like, I think he scored a goal in, in the Car- Carabao Cup. Um, he doesn't want to be there. He's disinterested. Uh, tough, tough there. At, at, uh, and I think Levy must be feeling the pressure. And this Nuno, I don't know, even know if he's going to make it till half the season. But yeah, if, if we look at the, the spreads, they 1.17, Villa 2.5. So Tottenham heavy favourites, but I'm not quite sure why. Uh, I would say they're they favourites. Uh, they're at home and they have Harry Kane. So you should always be a favourite against a mid-level team. It's still early doors for Villa. Um, they've got their three wins. We'll see how we'll see where they sit in say six weeks. But one alarming stat here for Spurs that I see: they've only scored four goals in six games. Harry Kane's playing deep, so don't know what that's about. He's, he, his, since he didn't get his move to Man City, um, he still seems to be sulking, or it's on his mind because. It's just not the same. Falling over and giving a goal away against Arsenal, um, which was Sunday league. And the fact that Spurs are conceding, they've conceded nine, only scored four. So they're leaking goals. They, the confidence is down. And then you look at, well, Villa's confidence will be up, especially after the 1-0 win at first time since 2009 at Old Trafford. The, the one thing that struck me about that was the, the way when Bruno Fernandes was going for the penalty, how in their face they were with him and Ronaldo. So they seem to have a bit of spark about them. Um, well, they're Prince Williams' the- team, you know? So uh, <laughs> he, yeah. he's added some gears to that support base. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Uh, so they, I mean, that tells me something. Um, so 10 points, three wins out of six, scoring goals, but conceding, they've conceded more than they've scored. Uh, uh, but I don't know, just the body language of both teams, the confidence, Villa flying for where they usually are, and but Spurs at home. So I don't know, I think they, they're giving a bit too much respect to Spurs, the, the bookies there. I don't um, know, with the Spurs, they don't know who their backline is. Is it like, do they play Sanchez with Dyer or is it Romero with Sanchez or Romero with Dyer or is Tatanga in the middle there? I mean, I haven't seen Doherty on the right back this year. I don't think he knows, you know, whether he's whether he's coming or going there. Um, you know, I think that you know Holberg this season, you know, hasn't hit the straps like he did last year. Sonny is he's also a bit quiet. Um, I think he's kind of waiting for Kane to leave. You know, I think he would wouldn't mind leading the line himself. Um, 
Mora's been injured. Lamella's gone. They've got Brian Gill, Hill. He, he comes off the bench and, you know, move up. I think, I think the Argentine players have been called up now to the national team for this weekend. Um, they might even lose them. But Lacalso, um, so yeah, there's Oliver Skip, you know, he's coming. He's, he's, a, he's a youngster. He's got lots of potential, but he's playing in a team that just aren't firing. And as you say, sulking a bit and don't really know what's going on so yeah there's lots of the body the body language when you often you like especially with sports psychology now um if you read up a lot like body language is something that's always undersold but now it's it's i think it's a it's a good indicator of where a team is and nuno's face recently it kind of looks like how it was with wills last year i mean He's, he's still safe. He's not getting sacked if they lose another two games because there's no one to bring in. It would be madness. And we, he's proven to be a good manager and a good recruiter. He's rolled into Spurs and they're not very good. They buy, they pay too much for average players. They don't know where to play them. Injuries. Um, they play players out of position. The Harry Kane thing is concerning because he's not scoring. His head's down. He's still working hard. You see him run back after he slipped over to try to get the ball back but it still ricocheted off him and they scored when Arsenal scored so he's still putting in the work but he's playing deep, he's not scoring goals the head's down, Dyer's head every time, it seems to be the same face Phil Jones always had when he was doing poorly at Man United you can just see the confidence that they just want the ground to swallow them and they're at home so it's pressure in front of the home team, home support who are not happy at the moment you've just come off a beatdown loss to your North London rivals Um they were singing your coaches getting sacked in the morning. They were having a party last week at the Emirates. And now Aston Villa flying, playing with swagger. Um, yeah, you this, know, could be a, this could be a, a, a banana skin for Spurs, which could, I mean, it's a, this is a sh- uh, put your money on the table, show me your heart, your desire kind of game. At home, um, yeah, but I before think the season cool. started, you would have taken a win. Yeah, but you, you know, it's a big it's a big marker for the coach. You know, how does he set up? He's at home, he's in front of his supporters. You would think he's gonna he's gonna try and attack, or is he gonna be, you know, do the Portuguese way, the Mourinho way and and and, and hold back and, and uh, play on the counter. You know, the Yeah, Wolves, although his Wolves, Wolves team didn't really play that way. They they I mean that team will get picked off in the next couple of seasons. And a lot of those players that Wolsey brought in are going to be in top six teams. I mean, just look at Jota at Liverpool. He just floated straight in. Um, so I think he's a good manager, so he'll have time. But right now, he, the, the way I mean, Spurs started well, and it's just fallen apart. So, I mean, it's, it's alarm bells when you lose a derby. Obviously, everyone overreacts. Um, but the, the concerning thing is Kane's form. And their shortage of goals. I mean, four goals in six games is is not on. Um, conceding nine, so you're conceding almost double, or more than double. So you're leaky at the back, and teams are picking you apart on the counter attack. Um, so now Villa will play at Spurs. Will play on the counter attack. I think they'll set up quite strong, like how they played against United, and they're not shy to play ball. So. Um, Villa can do this, but what do you think? A draw or Villa? Yeah, um, 
I haven't watched, to be honest with you, I actually haven't watched too much of Dean Smith's team. So it's hard for me to make a call on that. Uh, the, the odds do look attractive. Um, but, you know, I think Spurs are going to stop the three three losses in a row. So if anything, I'm going to go for a draw. I think that that offers some some good value. And you, you would currently get uh, 24 to 10 on that. So that might be one to add into the draw category. Uh, listen, I mean, even... Uh, some great bets are, you know, the one-all draws or the nil-nil draws. This could, could even be a nil-nil game. I mean, United didn't, didn't break down Villa at Old Trafford. They won, Villa was one-nil. Um, you know, if you take if you take a draw in those in those games, you're getting like a nil-nil draw gets you eight to one. So you talk value. I like value there. Um, I, I'd go, yeah, value. A nil-nil draw. I see goals in this game, though. One-one. One-one. Okay. Well, that I mean, that also it's also going to give you whether you take the just the, the standout draw or the normal or the or the the draw. It, it's it's a good one. But yeah, I mean, Spurs. That'll take them to ten points. Yeah, tough start. Anyway, we move on to another London London game. We've got uh, the Hammers. And Tim Marco Antonio's Hammers versus uh, Brentford Bees. Brentford sponsored by South African uh, Sportsbook, Hollywood. And yeah, the 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 Hammers, they I love watching them. They're a team full of chaos. Uh, broke my heart when Noble missed that penalty against United. Um, you know, still people will question that decision by David Moyes to to bring on the captain or the ex-captain for a Penalty not having touched the ball. Um, one of those games you could just see it happening, eh? Yes. Um, well, I think Moyes said he, d- he didn't want to do what happened in the Euros with England. And the exact same thing happened when um, Southgate brought on, was it Saka and Rashford to take penalties in a shootout and they both missed. Um I don't think it was such a bad call uh, to bring on your best penalty taker. Um, These guys are pros. Noble's a good penalty taker. His penalty was poor. So um, was he feeling the pressure? Yes, but he's taken so many penalties, so that shouldn't be an issue. Was it because it was a winner against United? Um, And the fact that De Gea made a save, which is unusual because... He hadn't made a penalty save in about 41 attempts. Um, but he hit it straight at De Gea's left, and he just put up the arm, which he, he does a lot in one-on-one situations. I still think it, I think it was a good call. It just didn't work out. Yeah. Um, the hammers, though. Anyway, I mean, Michael Antonio, um, goal-scoring machine at the moment. Yeah, so they're sitting in seventh. They're taking on Brentford, who, I mean, cracking draw there at home to Liverpool, 3 all last time out. Uh, if we look at the, the the different odds, Hammers are giving you eight to ten, Bradford thirty-seven to ten, which is quite a lot. I see they've moved down to thirty-three, and the Hammers are point eight three. I think the Hammers are just—they seem to ground out wins at home. Um, I think they're going to be too strong, and I think they'll win. Yeah, like a two-one. Well, they—the team outside of the top six that have scored. Um, the only team outside the top six to, other than Brighton, to score double-figure goals so far. Um, they've only scored two fewer than Liverpool, I see. Liverpool are high-flying. 
One more than City and Chelsea, same as United. So that tells you they've got goals in them. And Mikel Antonio is scoring for fun. They they seem to have brought the fans on side, especially they've taken a while to settle at that stadium. Um, um, confidence is up. Brentford, though, that, that game against Liverpool was fantastic. It's probably the game of the season in my mind. Both teams just attacking. Most teams will sit back against Liverpool, try to frustrate, um, and, and nick a win from a set piece or any which way, maybe a defensive error. But Brentford, the way they played Liverpool at home, they played the same way against Arsenal. So that tells me they, they're not shy to attack. Um, they also have a bit of goals for ratio to against. I see goals in this game. I think this is going to be, this is going to be another thriller. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't see West Ham losing it. I think this is another. I think this is David Moyes going to do the job. Um, and yeah, this this isn't a, a banana skin for West Ham. This is this is a win in my mind. So that brings us to the the final game. Um... From from the weekend, and it's the it's the big one. It's the can't call it a derby, but it's it's the two top teams at the moment: Liverpool City, and both unbeaten in five, uh, both with a goal def, uh, the the record of of, of eleven um, goal difference. Uh, Liverpool with fifteen and four, City with twelve and one. So City have got geez, I mean the Berlin Wall at the back there at the moment. But um, yeah, this is going to be this sets up for an absolute cracker. As we were saying earlier, Liverpool are not favourites at um, Anfield. They're currently trading at nineteen to ten, and Pep takes his team there with uh, and oh, Liverpool actually shortened. They're down to one point seven six, and City one point four eight. They've gone out a bit, so a little bit of money coming for Liverpool. But geez, tough ones to call this. No, I don't. I don't think there's a tougher game to call. Um, generally, with the other top top six teams, the results generally always play out in a similar fashion. But Liverpool, Man City has seen uh, each team thump each other, thrash each other. In fact, and at different stages over the last few years, there's been five nillers, three ones, three nils, um, four ones. So this this is this game always has goals. Um, particularly at Anfield. Um, so, and I don't think Liverpool has lost at Anfield since they since just before they went on that amazing run at the end of last season to qualify for the Champions League. Um, oh, things look back on track. We can forget Allison's header there. <laughs> no, no one will ever forget that header. Um, so both, I mean, I mean, you can't separate these guys. I mean, Liverpool have scored more goals, conceded more, um, which. Is kind of the Liverpool way recently. Um, a lot of solid performances, and then balls ricocheting in the box, and teams scoring at at will almost sometimes. Um, you just look at that Brentford game. Um, a couple of deflections actually um, cost them the goals, but they didn't score enough. When you score three, you should win. Although yeah. when you concede three, you should lose. So you get away with the draw away from home. So. Because they've conceded a few recently, Champions League um, against Milan, uh, dominated that game, conceded two goals out of nowhere in a, in a flash. Brentford also dominating that. Um, it ends 3-3. Man City will play. They come to play. Um, they solid at the back. Only one goal against in six games. Um, 
and obviously we know they can open you up any time they want. So I think this this is a this is this could be a worry for Liverpool if they're not solid at the back. Yeah, I just I I, I really like the odds that are that are on the table here. Um, I think it's seventeen to ten at home. They've they've got their you know that they're not battling to score goals, and as you say, if they can shore up the defence a little, you know, City with uh, not an out and out striker. I know they can they can open you up, but yeah, I think I think there's an opportunity up for Liverpool to extend their lead a bit at the top, and I'm going to go with a, a Liverpool win at home. So it's it's not often Liverpool at home are the underdogs. So um, I suppose if you want to keep faith in a good team at home, which you should, they they should they sh- they should get a result here. They, they they shouldn't lose this game. If you want to challenge for the title, you don't you don't lose at home to your nearest rival. So, yeah, it's a game that you that you that they have to target for a win. There's no doubt. I mean, you wanna mm-hmm. you wanna get that title back from City, Chelsea are. I'd say those are your three contenders this year: um, City, Chelsea, no and, uh, and Liverpool. United, I think they'll they'll fall they'll fall away a bit. Um, it's too inconsistent, but. Uh, yeah, Liverpool for the win. There's there's value there. So Liverpool for the win. They're at home. They're scoring freely. Um, they're not conceding too many. I mean that the Brentford game. Those games happen. Um, and these two teams. I mean, it's, it's not always lots of goals, but the game will be fantastic, no doubt. Um, yeah, maybe maybe Liverpool two one there. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good. Uh... That's a good result for Jurgen Klopp's men. So yeah, if we just recap a bit, um, we look at a few of the games that we looked at. We like Liverpool. Uh, we think the Hammers are good value. Um, Crystal Palace. We we we, we like them uh, to beat Leicester. Uh, Brighton, Arsenal. We're not quite sure. We're not sure what team. Would, it depends on which team Arsenal arrives with. Um, Wolves, Newcastle, Newcastle. Probably a good, a good. If there was a a game for them to win, that's the game. Especially at those odds that you're getting. Watford uh, leads another one away from home. Um, I mean, if you take a Watford Newcastle away win double, you let's have a look at that quickly. You're looking at. I mean, that gives you twenty to one. That's a fantastic double. Actually, <laughs> that's a crazy double. Uh, Chelsea too strong. Uh, Burnley, Norwich, also too Burnley, too strong, and United, Everton. Again, we think United could potentially a draw there. So, yeah, I think that that brings us to a close for what week are we in now? Week seven, week seven of the Premier League, and uh, yeah, we look forward to chatting to you next week. Was it? Is there internationals next week? Did they go on break? Or was it? I haven't even had a look at that. We hope not. Yeah, like just as the Premier League comes back, it seems to go away. Um, although I think I saw Supersport advertising that, so. But yeah, geez, I love that away double. Whiteford Newcastle twenty to one. I'm definitely gonna have a little nibble at that. And thanks very much. We'll chat to you soon. Thank you for having me, Lau. <laughs> Cheers, bud. Bye. Cheers.